comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could steer me right, but Mama tried. Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. That leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. You're listening to Fear, the Walking Dead TV podcast for season four, episode two of Fear the Walking Dead, entitled Another Day in the Diamond. I'm your host, Craig DeMonda. Join with me this evening, Mr. Aaron Newerth. I'm safe at home. <laughs> nice, nice reference. I like that. It's good. Sports. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Russell Latham. Hello. Hello. Mr. Richard Chub Toad Sheldon. I knew there was something shady about that little girl for about the first quarter of the episode. I was like, something's not right here. I knew it. It's because she asked five million questions or what? Uh, like, what was it? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. There was just, I was like, there's something shady going oh, on. The winking she kept yeah. doing. How like, much food yeah. do you have? Exactly how much food do you have? Okay, yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. How many bullets are in that <laughs> gun? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. You want to see, Mr. Yeah. Daryl Taylor? <laughs> I'm just going to wait and then take your podcast from you. I'm just going to wait. So you are going to fail. You are a vulture. You are a podcast vulture. I just wait and I take it. Do you put up these spray painted flags that mean nothing? Is that what you do too? And just that's what I do. I put flags around and I just get a trailer (laughs) and some beer and I just wait. You just wait. What do you mean mean nothing? We don't know what they mean yet. I'm sure we'll find out. We don't know. And, you know what they mean? It's the number of zombies they captured. Oh, is that what it is? You know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. I don't know if I, I have a theory of my own that's not that. Mr. Jim <laughs> Dietz is with us as well. So, Jim, you have a theory as well? Yeah. On the well, movie? yeah, well, I'll get to that a little bit later. I just wanted to say new season, new characters, new point of view. Nick is still useless. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking? And this is terrible. I was wishing, like, for that show that happened last week to be happening again this week. Like, why are they bringing back these Man, people? Like, you know, you got me bad. I was I'm so happy. They could have started a whole new show with just Morgan and Dillahunt and and this new girl. We, you know, just start a whole new one. Forget about this old one. Fear. I thought but they like, were going that way. I, I know. They were going that way. Actually, it wasn't so bad. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Hate no, it wasn't bad. But I just thought they were going that way. Yeah, that's it. So here we are, guys. Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, are you caught up, uh, Russ? Or are you I was still... about to ask the same question. Right. Russ no, I'm, I'm not. Uh, so where stop. are you at? This is a parallel universe. Where, where are you at right now? I finished season two. Okay. Um, and I did not have a chance to start season three yet because I had to. I had to go out of town on business last week, so I was gone for three days. Well, and, the season three uh, opener is actually one of my favorite episodes. Not a bad one. It's pretty good. Nice. So, yeah. so I should. I should. Well, I don't know that I'll be caught up in my next week because that's sixteen I, episodes. I don't think I'll get that far, but okay. I think I will be at least halfway through this season by next 
We gotcha. I Thank posted you. a I posted a Kramit video on Facebook for you, Russ. I think I tagged you in it. That'll actually it's <laughs> like you can cram it, Cubs. Why do you gotta be like that to Russ? Tell him to cram it, man. Cram it, cram it, like a cramming session where you cram for a test, not cram it. God, so rude. How rude? How rude is it? How rude? Has she come back on Fuller House? By the way, the the twins have they ever done like a cameo or no? I don't, I don't they, watch it. I thought they said they were never coming back. Oh, they, they, never, said, they, they not, said they would never there. do it. The Olsen twins? No. Okay. They had to push their pile of billions out of the way. So they could <laughs> yeah. Spot yeah. of an email. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So what do you guys think about this episode? Are we, are we, I mean, is it, are we going in the right direction? Me, are we kind of holding our breath? What, what do you think? 100% agree they're going in a better, I don't know about right direction, but mm-hmm. a better direction. But let me tell you, the thing about this episode, and maybe not the whole episode, and I don't know how quite to explain it, but it felt like I was watching a Telltale game unfold. One of the Walking Dead Telltale. It just had that feel and tone about it, the way the stories were presented in those games. And uh, I, I knew something was shady with the little girl. I love these vultures things. It's it's kind of got like a like a savior's feel, but not with all the bravado and bullshit to, to drag it down. I mean, I like the I I, I I can respect the guy that can just sit there and go, huh, everybody eventually fails. We just wait to pick it clean. I get it. I get that motivation. That's a lot better than a you give us half your we'll protect you, even though we're not going to do that. We're going to bash at least one person's brains in so that you fall in line together. So, <laughs> so no, it's kind of the nonviolent I, version of the saviors, right? Or, yeah, you know, I just yeah. wait. Or the claimers, yeah. or the governor's group, or any other yeah. of these kind of like, communities we've seen from before, right? It's a nonviolent version of it. Well, so I, far, yeah. I just, know. I just like that they already gave themselves a name, the vultures. Yeah. I'm taking, I'm all taking notes, and I'm like, okay, chair guy is here, and they're like scavengers. <laughs> yeah, they're mm-hmm. like, I, I like scavengers slash the takers, and they're like <laughs> vultures. I'm like, oh, good, okay, they got a name, great, that's, that's <laughs> wonderful. Did, we just have- wait. Did they refer to themselves as vultures, or it was no, 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 strand and strand and the gang, you know, said it, but hey, you know, some someone's doing the work for me. That's all I care about, yeah. guys. You know, yeah. Madison. It's so funny how Madison really came off as as they gave her some Rick like qualities. They, they just took really Rick's hard. lines and put it in her mouth. They, they did, did. And they, they even, really yeah. stuffed the Rick stuff in it, like the. Mm-hmm. You, oh, go ahead, Jim. I was gonna say somebody on the writing staff's been playing Fallout Four. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, it felt like that. Diamond, no, Diamond City in Fallout Four. It's one of the settlements in a, in a mm-hmm. wasteland covered with zombies. It happens to be a baseball diamond. Oh, I mean, it's a good idea actually. And then, didn't we see this last season though in Fear? Where they, well, just not not to spoil anything, Russ, but uh, they had the, the that bizarre whatever it was inside of a stadium, wasn't it? But this is a different one, obviously. This is a baseball right. stadium in Texas. Yeah. That was yeah. in Mexico, right? So, so different. yeah, they are. It's funny enough that so that it they say in a beautiful day at the diamond, right? So they're actually mm-hmm. filming this at the Dell Diamond in North Austin. Oh wow. Which is where yeah, it's where the Round Rock Express play. So it's 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 a oh, real it's a real I've deal. Been, I've been to that stadium. It's yeah, it's nice for a small club. What, so. what I like about the and like this happened I mean the same thing was with last year. I mean the the things that I didn't mind was the fact that they established that bizarre. That was a neat thing because cool I had thing, right? I, yeah. I hadn't seen right. something like that. For it's unique for the world of The Walking Dead, and it makes sense as far as how society would, you know, kind of reassemble yep. itself in some manner. And so now with this, 
Yeah, that makes sense too. It's like it's a big open area. Yeah, you, you can get farm in, in the there, middle, and you can, and you can have little covered areas, and yeah, it's like it's perfect. It's like a great and, little yeah. And as far as having Madison in like full Rick mode, I mean, given a year and given the type of character she's supposed to be, yeah, this makes sense. I think the time jump for the show has been the best thing it could have done to yeah. better establish who these characters are supposed to be, as opposed to let us try to watch them you- shamply attempt to get them together to trying to be that thing. Now they're just already that thing, so that's you right. Know, it's better than it was. <laughs> Do you think Madison's alive? What? Well, because the before a, and after thing, right? Is that what you're trying yeah, to say? She's I not have, in the after, I ha- right? I have a theory. When we meet our our what's left of the Clark's on the road there at the end of episode one, I I have a feeling that uh, the 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 um, what do they call the vultures ended up turning the tide against them at some point. I think Madison's dead, and this is what's left of the of our our band well, of. Uh, so they're on a kill mission to avenge the the dead. That's why they are like they are. Maybe you know who knows. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I think I think she's either dead or they have her captured and they're going after her. But I think I mean, she might be dead. I I have a feeling they'll just right away be introduced to the group next week and be like, oh hey, I'm Madison. Oh hey guys, it's me. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, I'd be very surprised if that if if they get rid of Madison. I would too, <laughs> but I'd be okay almost because we have some strong leads now. I mean, we've got you know Mad- we've got Morgan, Lenny James, we've got Dillahunt, mm. we've got Jenna Elfman, which I don't think her performance you, uh, is that great to be honest with you. You don't, but- you, don't, you, don't you don't put Kim Dickens on the center of the poster because she's not in the show anymore. Like. Oh, sorry. I, that's Unless true. you're really wanting to pull a big twist, just saying. That's it. Not to spoil anything, Russ. You know, you didn't, yeah, some yeah. major characters didn't make it uh, through season three. We'll just saying, all right? Yeah. I, and then I, Nick, I, yeah, it's, I got that. it's funny how I think a lot of complaints with Nick uh, back in previous seasons is like he, like all of a sudden he can be around zombies and they don't matter. Like he can, he just puts a little blood on them and he just he's just walking around with that, with the walkers, like he's part of them. Um, and now they want to change it up a little bit, and 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 now it's he's actually affected by being, you know, something happened out there. Well, the but, bridge. It was that last yes, scene. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yes, it, he has PTSD from blowing the, everything up. Right, yeah. blowing up the dam. Getting into whatever kind of you know craziness that 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 caused. Because Nick seems to always shake stuff off and just. There were there were a couple of things that were different about Nick. Well, he's probably, he's Nick, probably also been clean for a year too. That might you yeah, know, that, that <laughs> too. He's not wearing old man and clothes. Then, and no, I mean like not has, not using drugs. You yeah. know, no, he's far from Nick now. <laughs> and then you have a Nick that you a lot of times he he was he really acted like he didn't care about his family. Right, he was really selfish about them. And in this, yeah. he's he's more. Con- I've never seen him as concerned about other people as I've had in this just one episode. I can, I'll say I'll, again, it's been a year, which I think adds something because I agree with you. It adds something to, you know, who he's supposed to be or at least they're settling on something as opposed to him kind of flip flopping. But I think, you know, he he was he, he starts out as a drug user. That's how we're introduced to him. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's high. All the time, and then he replaces that with basically getting high on, you know, putting blood on himself and rocking around with the walker. Right. I mean, and he's literally doing it with a thing that I won't talk about just because Russ needs to see it to believe it yeah. um, as far as <laughs> what else he does with things involving the walkers. Um, but oh. I mean, all of us are, you know, they're, they're various forms of addiction, I would have to yeah. say. And oh, I yeah. say, if anything, you know, a year later after what have transpires at the end of season three, now he's pr- presumably been clean all that time. He's been a guy that's been living on this thing. He ha- he's suffering, you know, from both not still not withdrawal still. It's been a year, but I mean, 
not having that as a fallback as far as how to deal with the pain, that's probably had quite an effect on him. And so without anything to numb it, yeah, he's going to be a guy that can't even leave where he is right now. He's, he's, he's too afraid to do anything. He has nothing to kind of shield himself from the world anymore. Well, so and it's... he's a farmer now. He's got responsibilities. <laughs> no, he's not exactly Old that great. man clothes, Nick, had a farm. <laughs> not that great at the farming either. Yeah. Not solving the whole problem. The only, yeah, uh, do, do you think that was sabotage though? Yeah, the, the weevils. Yeah, yeah the weevils. The girl, probably, little, right? the little girl. The little yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why she was like there it. that long. I don't think weevils just take control that quickly. I think there was already a problem, and she's just pointing it out to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to see. These vultures don't seem like they're too passive. I mean, they could have created the problem, but you never know. You're right. It could just well, be, I mean, yeah, that's that's a, a coincidence. Well, the whole thing like he's a good enough farmer to make turnips happen. Well, the whole part where he's talking about the bleeder valve and the tanks or whatever, it, it just seems like a protection racket. Like, you know, yeah. gee, right, you know, there's so many right. got here. Hate, hate to see if something more bad were to happen to it, you know. You didn't yeah. listen or whatever it is. So that's what made me think it was sabotage. And he even said those weevils are a real, real bastard to get rid of. Like, he knew about weevils. He knew about Because those. they'd be easy to... She, yeah. She's been communicating with them. That's why. Yeah, I know, but it'd be easy for her to carry those things in. I mean, if, you know, if you have yeah. somebody meeting her. So I looked it up, though. So basically what they do is they go into the crops. They lay eggs inside the mm. crops, and the larvae eat their way out. So there has to be time for the larvae to... Yeah, it's of time. Like, about. that's what I'm saying. She's been, well, like she's been there for a little while, though, right? Yeah. Not that long. All right. Well, it could be. The only loose thread that I saw, though, was Luciana. Like, where did she come from? Now, I know it's been they, a year, but she left and was on her way to, what, Calexico or something, Mexicali or something like that, whatever yeah. it was, somewhere down there. And But we don't know how they, she found the group again, right? I mean, everyone I mean, else was kind of in the same area as we left them right. last season. So maybe there'll be an episode or a flashback or something that shows how yeah, she caught you, back you up with the group. You know that this is one of those things where they were like, she was one of the characters people liked. But she drove off. And they even made a joke yeah. about it. Like, oh, you drove off on me or something. Like, you know, they, they said yeah. that in the episode. Oh, you don't, you're not going to let me live that down, she said. So, yeah. you know. I mean, they like her. to make sure she comes back this time. They so. did. Right, right. That was a joke. But, yeah, but, I, I mean, she was, she was one of the good spots i think of, yeah. of the show so yeah. i can understand why they would want her to to yeah. be there she's better than ophelia <laughs> was i mean obviously as a character so uh yeah i'm, I'm trying to recall something and i don't want to go direct because i want because russ has to see season three but there's a certain character that we don't like um did he have a was there a finality to him um that i forgot about which one uh you gotta there's, tell me which who the character the one that we do not like whatsoever who the kid <laughs> The one with Nick in oh, the, from last season. The, oh, yes, Otto. there is a finale. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Not, I got to look this up. I'm trying yeah, to remember Troy, what Troy, happens. Troy, 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 yeah. He was trying to not say the Oh, name. you know what happens. Yeah. He gets it. You know, in the dam. You'll see. Yeah, you see what happens. Yeah, he gets it. He gets it. You yeah. know what it is. You know what you it know is. You know what it is. It happened late, though. It happened like five times after it should have happened. I just, I just found it. Okay, I I found it on Wikipedia. Exactly. Because we talked about that scene. It was. was Yeah, but this. I mean, you're you're telling me after like remember things that specifically happened narratively in a season. I remember together. I remember. I was in the backyard and we were talking together. <laughs> in the murder shed. In the murder shed. And so, it was like a little bit too late. I think we, it, the thing we were bothered by is that it took so long. Yeah, they should have killed like him five little, times before they actually killed yeah. him, right? It was like enough already. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, trying to think of which characters I. Because, like, like uh, Ruben Blades is still around somewhere. Right. I think. He, he's missing. Not, he's like, still I'm, missing. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah we don't know, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. 
So this episode was directed by John Polson, written by Scott M. Gimple and Andrew Chambliss and Ian B. Goldberg. We open up where the letters say before, so on the screen, the titles, I should say, before, uh, and it says, Alicia Strand, Nick, and Luciana wake up at their new home in the baseball stadium. They begin working on projects around the stadium. Again, this is the AMC recap, so it's kind of, doesn't fill in all the blanks. You stop me anytime you guys want to. Madison asks uh, a young newcomer, Charlie, where she lived before their settlement. Charlie points in a direction outside the stadium. I guess you could add that this episode starts with it saying before. That's right. Yeah. That it's it's be, it's before they find uh, the before last week's episode, basically. Right, and, um, the, and the color is different too. If you notice that that, that washed out kind of filter there, is not there is on. Color. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, there is color this week. Yeah, I was reading something today where it's it didn't say how much of the season, but there's going to be a lot of this flip flapping back and forth in time yeah, yeah, this season. And one's going to be in bright, more bright colors while the other's washed out. So, Oh. No. So it, it seems Great. like the stuff that's happening <laughs> currently is going to be kind of a washed out. Yeah. It's washed and out. And I get it. It, it. I mean, comics do this too, right? Where yeah. They, yeah. they purposely do that so you don't – It help, I guess in a way it helps you not get confused as to which part of the story you're in. Um, I yeah. Didn't, didn't it doesn't do bother me. It season. just bothers me right, because that's, no yeah. – it just, I know Gimple has his hand still up the puppet's butt. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I mean, the I, thing, yeah. <laughs> I, I have two of, the, last week I have the best episode of this show, and this week I have one of the better episodes of this show. So I'm not really minding the fact that Gimple is involved right now. Like, if, it, if, that's, uh, if that's what it took, I mean, true. It's, it's, he's not the showrunner, technically, too. It's, it's, it's Chambliss is the yeah. showrunner, technically. So yeah. he's still the chief content, whatever, whatever. But so, but he, obviously, these first few episodes, he did have some hand in, I think. It's, yeah, but, like, we don't. Act like Gimble some kind of like horrible person or something. He did make a, like, a handful of good seasons of The Walking Dead. No, you guys no, no, he did. He's he did. But what he's done this last season or so is a whole different story. Yeah, yeah. that's a different show. So now every, he's got another show he can work on where he's fresh. he's fresh. Every time you say his name, you should play Maggie screaming. No, no, <laughs> no. no. He has no. to die. He has to die. <laughs> The thing, with, um, the thing with Madison asking the uh, the girl, Charlie, the little girl, Charlie, Charlie you know, yes, it's right. like she's having a whole conversation with her that I think is pretty. I mean, for as far as introducing Kim Dickens back into the show again, I mean, I think mm-hmm. it is, does a good job. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. standing she, on that like what is it, like a ble- bleachers or some kind of overhang, looking right. outward past the stadium uh, into the into the woods, so she can see exactly which direction they came from. They did a slow zoom when they showed like the wide shot of her and Charlie when they're because they're before it was cutting back and forth, and I was I was wondering, wait, is she just talking to an imaginary little girl? And then it kept zooming out, and it was like, oh, she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's really there. Yeah, it's like, did I forget that there was a little girl character she used to have or something? No. <laughs> and then the girl says, you know what it is? And she said, no, it's <laughs> the wrong show. It's she the turns wrong around, big kid wound. The Babadook. A man speaks into the stadium PA and commemorates uh, one year of living at the Diamond. And it's funny; it sounds like that's actually the announcer. Like that—that's the it does the baseball. They must have kept him alive, or he's he's still living there, or whatever. But he says one year living at the Diamond. Strand joins Nick and Alicia for breakfast. Cole, a resident at the stadium, sits with them. Alicia checks on Madison, who is converting the dugout into a room for Charlie. She's hammering some boards together and trying to create. I guess a room for her. Um, Nick works in the vegetable garden and chats with Charlie, 
who asks exactly how much food they have in the pantries. <laughs> Nick explains that they've almost grown enough food to eliminate the need for scavenging. How many rounds of 38 do you actually have? Yeah. <laughs> really yeah, it's like, I, I can't say that I was like, well, she's definitely like working for some evil corporation. But I was like, yeah, these girls are asking a lot of questions. I don't, I don't yeah, like this. Yeah. I don't like what's going yeah. on here. And I, yeah, I, I didn't know what she was. I didn't know what she was doing. I just knew something shady was going on. That's all. And we went past the credits here, but actually the credits were the same ones we saw last week. It's kind of that Western. Yeah. They weren't the same ones. I called this. Oh, wait, wait. They, they weren't? Uh, Are you sure? No, like I, I, I called this. It's 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 because last week it was dark. It was like dark out. Yes. This, yeah. this week it was. They're doing it like oh. uh, like they're doing Preacher, where like every week it kind of, it's like the same theme, but like it's you know, you know, like a shot that seems relevant to what we just saw, kind of thing. Like but that. was the music cool. the same though? That was the yeah, um, music was the same. So it just changes the well. The, the think about it. This is a a back then episode, which is going to be brighter, versus oh. the now, which is going to be darker. So that oh. makes sense. Very interesting. I liked so, it though. I did you know, like the episode. I like it, and I like the theme. It it fits with the kind of the tone of the show a lot better than the the Atticus Frost theme. And yeah. seeing where they are, it's like a sitcom. Yeah. The family, it's like a family sitcom. The way they they set it up, like what, where what, everybody the, the, the credits. You mean or the uh, what do you yeah, mean? Just, just the whole thing of the the music and going and they're getting waking up and and as they you know. <laughs> Are getting oh, ready like, for the day. Uh, oh, the beginning, stuff. you mean the opening? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the opening. It did make it. You know, you got a sense of what they've been doing for the for the past year. But you got a sense of peace too, like they were actually safe. They weren't. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. routine. It's routine, they, they, right? They, yeah. To the point where they're in a routine, and that, you know, it was cool to see the deaths. You know, because they, they didn't at. have one for a while. Yeah, that's true. They never had a routine. Yeah, they that, really didn't. They've been on the run for a while. Yeah, it's true. Which she even said it in the show. We 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 lived that life. We lived we, like you. Yeah, Oh, she needs the beard. That's all she needs, right? And a gun. And she a gun. needs a good gun. <laughs> she has like a little yeah, that little cig on her side or whatever she's got. Yeah. Right? She needs something different. I, if she wore a hat, if she started wearing a hat, <laughs> I would crack up. I would love it. I would love it. And her voice gets deeper every episode. It's getting a little deeper. More deeper. You're not getting nothing. <laughs> Strand is like, what is wrong with you? Like, what's, what's like, Strand's like, that's my girl. That's my drinking buddy. Leave me alone. That's good. <laughs> so Madison speaks to a couple, Douglas and Viv, about venturing out to find Charlie's family. Douglas worries about traveling outside walking range. So they drew like this blue circle around the stadium. They go, that's the range of their walkie-talkies or whatever. Um, or a walker gives... range. <laughs> uh, walker. Okay. Well, they call I'll be, I'll, I'll be. Yes. I'll, I'll be over here. I'll be. I'll be over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. So anyway, um, eventually gives Madison the keys to a car. So they, she convinces them. Look, you know, we're gonna we're gonna look for these people. Now, this reminded me a lot of. Like, I hate to draw direct comparisons, but I remember like the opening of season four of The Walking Dead, where you know Rick and the group were looking for people to bring into the prison. Right? They they were actively seeking and recruiting more people. Right? Right. So is this like mm-hmm. the phase that this group is at now? Because they've been there for a year. They don't have the three questions, but they're looking for people. Right? You know, they found oh. this little girl, and now they're gonna go look for her family. Yeah, it's a pretty risky thing that. to do. Yeah. I mean, looking for this little girl's yeah. family, like they're not looking for supplies; looking for a family. Right. Like it's so. I don't know. Is that? Is that where you think they are right now? Is that where Madison's head is at? I mean, well, I think well, that's what she's been doing, right? She's yeah, they're saving people. 
They want to build a community. Okay, that's that's the idea. They want to, you know, they can't just. You the options are survive or rebuild, Mm -hmm. and they've clearly survived so far. So it's like, okay, now let's. We can't just, you know, do this forever. Might as well try to keep building back society in some way, so you can, you know, manage. And this time, it's not they're building their own community, so they have their own rules. They don't have to deal with someone else's or try to change someone else's, Mm -hmm. you know rules on how they were going to do this community yeah didn't work out too well with the the resort right it never works out that well at the hotel or <laughs> the hotel the, yeah it was not the, good or the ranch cold cool. cake <laughs> the cake cole tries to join the search mission but strand tells him to stay behind so did you guys pick up on that like cole was interested in strand is that what's the whole deal well, she of- says it yeah that's pretty yeah, okay actually, okay that, gotcha because at first i didn't pick up on it, it then yeah. i was like okay okay yeah. Nick asked Luciana to bring back a new book for Charlie. Madison, Alicia, Strand, and Luciana leave without Nick. Um, and again, a cute little scene with Nick and Luciana there. I, I liked it. They seem pretty Well, relaxed. Luciana does tough love. She's like, Get, just come outside. Are you ever going to come outside again, Nick? Yeah, yeah. She does the <laughs> tough love. And I like that because I think they kind of forgot when when they introduced her how tough she was. She was security. Like she was the with, with that enclave, yeah. She was right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she kept them alive and, and she used to travel outside all the time. So right. Right. It was just weird last season they kind of just never really showed, you know, well, her different she, abilities. She was banged up and then she left. Right. And then and Right. Then so Nick, you never got yeah. to see her. Like she was a tracker. She was a she was great. Like, you're right. She was banged up weapon. all of last season. She got shot like in the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the whole thing. You're right. That's a good point. She never got healthy. She never got yeah. healthy. In the car, Luciana remarks that Nick should leave the stadium at some point. Madison notes that Luciana wasn't there when she found Nick and says that Nick just needs to feel safe. Yeah, yeah. Mama and, and daughter-in-law, they they had a little moment, right? It, it was cool, though. You can see she likes Lou's Lou. She couldn't call her Lou or something like that, right? She goes, hey, Lou. No, nah, she yeah. likes her as long as they're not in a in a settlement that says you got to leave. They are. <laughs> <laughs> you a little too brown don't, to be in here. I said, yeah, they yeah. They don't ruin it for Rush. Don't ruin it for Rush. They're kind of all right fine. with that. They, they are sleeping together. I mean, it's... Well, they were sleeping together before. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was all right with it. L- listen, Lou, like, you oh. got it for the goods of the family. You got to go. You got you got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. You got to go. <laughs> we'll catch up with you later. <laughs> That's pretty funny. On the road, Madison jokes with Strand about Cole's crush on him. Uh, Nick contacts them via walkie-talkie and informs that the Weevils are destroying the tournament. So at this point, I was thinking, okay, maybe these vultures were listening in on their radio contact, right? I mean... It's possible. That's what I thought first. Maybe she snuck one out, the signal. The, whatever signal channel. Oh, I see. On. Like, or at least told them. Well, either way, they could have been listening to all this and heard about the weeds right. at that point, right? So right. I mean, they could have been monitoring that. But either way, I mean, we know the girl's a traitor at this point. Traitor. Traitor. Madison's crew arrives in a deserted town. They split up to find Charlie's family. Strand and Luciana enter a store that's been picked clean. Madison and Alicia find a camp that's been burned down near giant industrial oil tanks. They see a giant white flag with the number 457 flying on it. So, again, you guys, I mean, Jim, you have a theory about that? Are you being serious or it's like you don't know? I mean, no, I'm being serious. I, I think there are, they might, I mean, it might be the amount of, uh, you know, the amount of zombies. It also might be a bet on how many days it'll take them to cave. Oh, interesting. That was my, my alternate theory. Oh, interesting. oh that, that makes sense. Like that. 
That makes so, I like that theory better. Outside the yeah. stadium, they put like what twelve or something. That was their number. Yeah, twelve, 12 was yeah. the number they put outside the stadium. They found a fifty-one. Fifty-one that was, was the one, one in last week. Al SWAT mobile. Um, so that's I, that's my guess. It could be the zombies they haven't closed in there too. I mean, I think it's I think it's the Walker count. I mean, look at the. Yeah. I mean, twelve is Four, twelve looks like fifty-seven. There weren't four hundred and fifty-seven pinned up there that we saw. No, there yeah. were multiple. There were multiple uh, barrels, though. Oh, yeah. you think yeah, they were contained? Tanks. They were yeah. contained in they the were, tanks. Oh, and they had the yeah. speakers up there oh, when she fell in. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, 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 yeah, so they could have walked one by one up there and in each of the different things. Now, that's that's why, I'm, I mean, all that kind of leads me to think that's the way there. And then Interesting. And the, the thing last week with all the walkers inside of the the um the RV is or, or sorry the um the, yeah, the mobile the, home um, the, the, the mobile the mobile right. homes the you know the fifty one that sounds about right for the number that was out there twelve seems like how many was outside the, the stadium they, they corralled into the into that whatever that trailer I, yeah yeah the the numbers seem to align a little too closely for that to not be the case but well yeah, I didn't yeah. really count those walkers I need to go back and rewatch the beginning and see was it twelve I, but, but I'm thinking it was four fifty seven is quite a number though but I guess those tanks were huge those still, tanks uh, yeah yeah yeah. That, yeah. It's a lot, though. Wow. Huh. Full of a lot of crude. Yeah, crude. <laughs> Madison finds a newly opened can of food and warns Strand that somebody might be nearby. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She goes, yeah, just one person. Yeah, it's all right. Keep your eyes open, folks. They, they really, like, they've honed their skills a little bit over this missing year, which I like. They're not so nervous. Luciana predicts that Madison won't go back until she has performed a thorough search. Strand points out that he would not be alive if it weren't for Madison's determination. To this day, he's not sure why she saved him after he betrayed her at the dam. So, again, we don't know how we caught up with Strand either at this point, right? I mean, everybody was kind of scattered at the end of last season, but they were in the same geographical area, though. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, Luciana wasn't. That's why I was kind of thinking about, wait, they actually go out and fire? Maybe they did. It drove out and found her. But, I mean. um, She's in that mode, though, like that mode of everything's gonna work out like i you know like it was meant to be i got you so she's in that kind of mode right now yeah Yeah, you see it she's like uh you know like i didn't think i'd ever find my kids again i thought i lost my kids right you remember right because they all separated they were tired of they were all they washed up they were all like her. yeah you don't know where they ended up right and then she got him back so it's like she's in that she's in that uh she's that she's, hopeful mode <laughs> like she's the protector she's 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 uh they, they really they did i mean, it did feel like i was watching a rick thing like it, it like this is her like i've seen it before with rick right, right. i totally that. agree they're making madison very very rick like in my opinion as well yeah so. which i've got no big got problem, problem with that with it. yeah it's just yeah she's just but she's taking that role she's, she's taking a leadership protective role so nick finds charlie fiddling with the walkie and explains that madison went to look for her family so maybe at that point yeah yeah definitely. she was doing something with radio <laughs> right. all, yeah yeah, yeah. So there you go i mean it's so obvious like like something wasn't right like why, that kid you know yeah. Well, what got me was I, I kind of understood her questions, but how she would never answer any of the questions what really got me. Like every no. question she was supposed to put to her, she didn't want to respond. It's like, wait a second. Which made me think she's lying. Like right. there's something she's lying about. Yeah. Madison searches the camp. A woman, Naomi, puts a gun to Madison's head and demands her keys. And this is Jenna Elfman. Uh, Madison quietly clicks her walkie three times. I guess that's the that's the panic signal, huh? That's it. Yeah. 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 It's a good thing to have. It's a good plan. Yeah, that is it. They, 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 they've honed their skills a bit, right? Yeah. Strand yeah. and Luciana receive three static bursts and realize that Madison's in trouble. Madison's still at gunpoint, invites Naomi to join her community. <laughs> <All> right. 
Naomi instead snatches Madison's keys and starts to leave. Alicia, Strand, and Luciana cut her off, however. She runs to the top of the oil tank and falls through the roof. Now, hold on, I'm going to stop right there. They, she, I mean, they try to get reason with her at the top of the tank, right? Like, uh, yeah. No, they yeah. do everything they can to make it seem like they're, you know, peaceful people, like, which they are. Save and I, you. And I like, yeah. I like what, I like what Alicia. Elfman's doing with this. I like that she's, you know, she's, she's, she's playing a chill shocked. It's like, I understand, you know, I, I don't know what she's seen, but certainly, you know, in this kind of world, you could have seen it's anything. It's got to be a scary world, especially for women. Like, oh, it's yeah. got to be. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. For women on their own, like, it. It's bad for anybody, but man, right. for women, right. it, it is, you've got to be in like a state of fear because you just don't know what you know. You don't know who, what kind of stranger you're gonna come on about. So I, I got to be honest, Jenna wasn't wowing me. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling the acting really? this week from her. No, I wasn't getting. Really? I love, I loved when she appeared on screen. I'm a huge Jenna Elfman fan. I love her. Every time I see her, I think of her cameo and can't hardly wait cracked me up so much i just i absolutely love jenna elfman and her being part of this show now that's what's got me excited for this season. i mean it's a good casting move for a lot of reasons i just yeah. i was a little disappointed i'm like this is, she didn't seem to bring too much to it she's just shaking i didn't even recognize her really it just it was just a scared i just saw a scared person like yeah. i didn't right now she's you, a little shell yeah Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe no, she'll, I, she'll loosen up a bit as, as things go on. It could, could be. I just, I, well, I, 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 mean, I like the girl from last great. week better. That's all. I mean, she seemed mm-hmm. with a little more depth to her. The one that was dry, driving. Oh, she was I, in a better I, position. They're different. Yeah. They're, they're different characters. Right? I mean, I don't yeah. need a bunch of the same person walking around. That's boring. Right. I, I, I have, I uh, unlike Chubb, I don't have any specific thoughts about Jenna Elfman. But as far as like what she's doing on the show, it's like, yeah, okay, good, good for her. Yeah, nice, nice change of pace since that's. You know, being in a zombie TV show is not what I know her for. So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. that's, that's true. Yeah, the other woman, and she had guns and food and, you know, there's <laughs> a little bit more safety. Yeah, it's true. Her... She was inquisitive. She was asking questions with the camera. Yeah, yeah. She, like a report. She acted like her part right. as a journalist. She's like April O'Neil with the Ninja Turtles, right? That was her That was yeah. her role, right? She'd film Nice. So Madison jumps in after her and helps Naomi after she falls into the oil tank. Which I guess I it's like oil that. or it's diesel, whatever it is. It's some kind of yeah. fuel. It's some kind of thing. But I love how magically it's just filled up enough where they can still stand up. Like they didn't have to swim in it. You know, right. it, was, it was emptied enough where they can their feet hit the ground. Anyway, Madison jumps in, and this was crazy. Did you see how she jumped in? Like you didn't see her jump, but you just saw this woman come falling down into. into yeah, the... I, I saw I saw a stunt woman go into the thing. That's what I saw. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? I like even in like just the hair. I was like, "That's not her." That's like, not her. There's no way it's her. Right? No, no way. Look much like her. No, no way. It was the dude in the wig. Now, previous seasons, she would be screaming from the top, "Are you okay? Are you all yeah. right?" Like, at least now she jumped in and tried to do something. So I'm, I'm. Because that's right. what I mean. Like, I'm cool with it. A, I'm cool with that. Right. It right. is such a, uh, a Rick moment. Like, <laughs> I'm determined. Like when Rick was in that hopeful moment where he wanted to. He wanted to rescue people all the time. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, beginning right before yeah. the governor came, he was in that they were recruiting people and they they were yeah. hopeful. And he was becoming a farmer, and you know it was that whole thing. We're going we're to bring people in and ask them these questions. She, she doesn't even think twice about it. Like she, you know, like she puts the gun down quickly. <laughs> she she puts in. herself in front of him. Like yeah, she jumps in the fray. And usually before that, it would always be. If you endanger my kids, I, you know, like I don't want to shoot you, but I will <laughs> if I think you're going to endanger my kids. But now this is a different type of character. Like she was the selfish uh, character last season, and it, it seems like they're trying to show her growth 
It's good from that it because it made her lose her kids. Like yeah. it, it got to the point where if your kids are still alive, but they don't want to deal with you anymore. Yeah, like they true. totally. Um, you know, Nick, you just totally the way you were with Nick was just it was scary how she was thinking like Nick. Nick and you know her and Nick were thinking like addicts. Right. Almost like we take, we take, we take. You know, everything we do, we lie, we take, we steal, we we uh, you know manipulate. Like that was very much a. She was almost like an yeah, she was almost like an addict. The way that she was acting. And well, she the, used to have that alcohol thing in her too. Like she had that. So little, she, knew she has it. that gene but, in yeah. her anyway. We yeah, didn't talk she about had that. that. Yeah, she did it. So it was like yeah, and then and you know, and the way that her daughter was like I. I don't know you anymore. <laughs> like, I don't want to have anything to do with you. I'd rather be out there in the dangerous wilderness than to be safe with you. Like, when right. that's your choices. Right. Um, yeah, so you see someone who's gone through all of that, and now it's she's got a second chance for mm-hmm. real. Yep, now she's and, jumping into and, oil, oil tanks and re- yeah. rescuing, rescuing Jenna Elfin. So. Yeah. so they're inside fighting off a number of zombies or whatever that are in the tank. I mean, they're they're... You can't see how many are in there, but they're definitely fighting for their lives. Alicia and Strand pry open the hatch to the tank from the outside. They finally get it open, and all the oil releases and all the water comes out. And And everyone was super clean. (laughs) (laughs) And Alicia actually rescues Madison. She goes inside because she was still in there. And that was actually pretty crazy, the way they shot that. It looked like like Madison was the walker for a minute. She did. She kind of had that zombie, you know, swagger about her. But then they quickly turned around, and it wasn't her. It was, you know, the next, next one. But it was pretty cool. At some point, um, Alicia picks up the the Little Prince book, right? It's, so. it's like it's like right around. I, I have it. It's well, in my it probably notes. was in right the store, wasn't it? I, mean, I, I passed over it at this point. It could have been. I would were, think it would. It was like it was on the store. It was on the ground somewhere. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So they, she yeah. got it. Yeah, those yeah. stores were picked clean. I mean, more than the normal scavenging. Like those like, vultures don't play, all, man. They don't. Play. I mean, they took everything but the shelves. <laughs> You're right. They took some of the shelves too. They did. <laughs> yeah, sure they did. And I think that that's what we we're supposed to really get from it too, because when they say to them later on that we do reconnaissance, we we have people that watch and look at everything and pretty much catalog everything for them. So when they come in to take it, it's like they know what to take. Like it's it's a it's a heist that's so planned out that they they clean everything out. Amazing, amazing. It's different. That's that's a little something different than than what we've seen even in Walking it's true, Dead. Like true. It's, it's usually a sloppy takedown. Like they, you know, they take the guns and the food. That's usually the yeah. They make the a deal. mess of everything else, right? But to strip everything, like to be able to take everything, it's a different and, philosophy. Uh, useful. For sure. It's yeah. a different philosophy. Yeah, you're right. So Luciana finds a copy of the Little Prince. Here we go. It's right here. Little Prince in the camp. Uh, Naomi insists that she's not from the area and doesn't know. Who led the infected to the tank? Okay. Nick burns the infested turnips and hears music in the distance. Kind of, it's in the background. Like, it's in the, almost beyond the yeah. tree line, but he could hear it. Mm-hmm. Nick tells Douglas and Viv that they should investigate the source of the music. Douglas insists they stay put, but Nick asks Charlie to open the gate. She goes, Sure. <laughs> All right. Now, this is where I got a little stupid, too. Nick slowly drives out the gate. And he's having oh, these flashbacks, these PTSD, like you said, flashbacks mm-hmm. to the dam explosion. You see his finger reaching for the for the trigger and the the dam exploding, and these quick little flashbacks. He presses the accelerator and runs into a pole. 
<laughs> this is like, come on, man. What? Come on, man. I don't. Know, what do you say? I don't understand why you think it's stupid. I mean, it's, it's trying to explain who the character is at this point. The He's pole. Got PTSD. You can't. You couldn't miss a light pole. I mean, come on. I, Did you see what he's seeing? He saw a bunch of walkers all over his face. He was flipping out. Yeah. It seems pretty clear that he wasn't thinking in his right mind. <clears throat> useless. <clears throat> yeah, pretty Excuse much. Me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Nick is useless. It's, yeah, it's useless as far as like what he's trying to accomplish, but as far as understanding who the character is, I mean, no, I'd that, that have... was fine. I, the flashbacks are cool. It's a part of him hitting the pole that I have a problem with. I mean, he, he got 50 but... feet from the entrance and just wrecked the truck. It's like, come Craig. on. Did you yeah, not see the wasn't... shot of all the walkers surrounded surrounding his car that he was in? Well, but on top down. of that, he wasn't having flashbacks he... necessarily as much as he was seeing this in front of him. Okay. I mean, he was delusional. He was delusional. He's okay. flipping out. I mean, but he was he was seeing walkers in front of him. That's why he I tried. Gotcha. I, I gotcha. Yeah. That's why he tried to run them over because he was going to run over the walkers. Yeah. And, there was a pole. and one of them was a pole. Got it. That makes yeah. sense. In fear, like I, we we never really see uh nick look at the walkers with fear like that before no right? he was always in command of this world he always yeah. was he was never afraid of these things really i mean he was always like you know put the war paint on and just go but he said that this last experience obviously was very traumatic to him so actually fearing the walking he's dead. fearing the walking <gasps> dead yeah so anyway infected block his door it says cole shoots the infected from the lookout nick heads back towards the stadium he's got this cut on his head with an infected on his heels Madison's crew then rams into the infected with their truck. So he's just about walking in when Madison's returning with her truck. Madison informs Charlie that she didn't find her family. She asks if Charlie knows who destroyed her camp. Charlie remains silent again. <laughs> Naomi cleans out the cut on Nick's head and explains that she's a nurse. So that's good to have, I guess. An ER and nurse. I, did you get a feeling that she was going to be something like that, like a nurse or a doctor? I figured she'd be I something didn't. useful. Because that's usually, yeah. like, the first... Like, it, it, it usually just fit this story. Like, if they they have everybody else, they're going... And they never introduced anybody who was a doctor or a nurse or anything. And to find someone new, you it's like... It's one-on-one. It's -on -one. You need someone that can do... That, that can handle uh, giving medical attention. Because that's when you know some stuff is going to go down later on <laughs> in, in, the, in the show. So Madison shocks Naomi by suggesting that she take a hot shower while deciding if she will stay with the community. So she's trying to entice Naomi to stay with them. Strand, Douglas, and Cole push Nick's truck back towards the stadium. <laughs> this is funny. Luciana sees something in the distance and yells at them to ditch the car and get yeah. back inside. At this point, she sees the convoy of trucks and buses pulling up behind them. The vultures are coming. Inside the stadium, Alicia tells everyone to arm themselves, go to the armory, get everything she says. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, an army of trucks and campers parks in the lot. It's not really an army, but it's, it's a good amount. No, it's a good amount. A big amount. It's a good con I wrote convoy in my notes. What I know is... Yeah, that's a good, good word. Good word. Convoy. I if like we're that. in the apocalypse and, we, and we're a group, if I tell you to run... Don't ask me no questions. Yeah, you just assume there's a good reason. <laughs> huh? huh? Yeah, yeah it? just start running. I I need I need you to just start running. Like, come on now. Like, I twenty questions could be had after we survive whatever it is you're telling me to run from. But it's like I I really wanted to slap the ball in the head. Like, why are you asking these questions right now? Just just start running. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. 
Oh, only on fear. So a man named Mel gets out of his truck, which I don't know. Did he announce himself as Mel? Like I didn't he know. Says yeah. it, he says it yeah. later on because oh, okay, first right, I wrote right, first right. I just wrote chair guy. Chair guy. Okay, gotcha. Chair. Yeah. But yeah. later he says Mel. Yeah. He turns chair on a cassette guy. player mm-hmm. and well, this is the okay. He rides on a bicycle around the lot. He he kind of you know uh, does a Pied Piper move and rounds up all mm-hmm. the walkers that are in the parking lot into a I guess like a trailer or something, some kind of like a, a trailer. A man closes the, the trailer door. Mel then sets up a lawn chair while another man spray paints the number 12 on the back of the vehicle. Yeah, it's, it's like a big moving van. That's what he's using. Okay. So I'm kind of with her head of ramp. Head of ramp yeah. that the walkers could easily walk up into the truck and be corralled. It was weird that he was wearing green stockings and playing an actual pipe, but, you know, I was letting him really <laughs> run it. He's playing the, the Blue Danube uh, orchestra piece. Yeah, exactly. So Madison walks up to Mel and asks what he did to the camp by the oil leaks, uh, by the oil, oil tanks. Mel explains that the oil tanks blew up on their own, and he says, I tried to warn him, right? He's like, yeah, I tried to tell him, but, you know, they didn't want to listen, and reveals that he knows about their weevil problem. He then summons Charlie to uh, and commends her for finding the stadium. Mel orders Madison to give him all their supplies or else die while trying to survive the weevil infestation. Madison refuses to provide them with anything. So he's pretty cool. What is- yeah, well, I know he's pretty says, cool, but right. would you be would it be wrong to just have the sharpshooter just shoot him in the head? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they see them. First of all, my thought, they outnumber thought. this group too. Because yeah. Madison said there's 49 people in there. They don't look like 49 people out in that parking yeah. lot, I, right? Uh, my, first, uh, my first thought was this dude is the, is, to, is doing a lot of talking. Pop, pop. Just take him out. Head. Take him out. Yeah, shut him up. Just start taking him out. Pop, pop, if, pop. Just start taking. So him you down. can't. You came or, to the wrong baseball the stadium, well, right? Especially yeah. when he gets to the more threatening talk about how he's done, said the same conversation a hundred times. Exactly. And you know, exactly. I've seen it all before, and be like, "Do we seen this before? Have you seen a forty-four to the head?" Right. Okay. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, as soon as he started talking that, <laughs> I'd have been, you know, like. <laughs> but I, I listen. You, that's I'm betting that you, there's backup though that we're not seeing. I don't care. Hey, they, they got that cool pitching machine and six dozen grenades. That's exactly. all I have to say. Exactly. I, I, I mean, know, we don't right? know, we don't we don't know how bloodthirsty Madison's group is when it comes to this kind of situation. We don't know how they they don't know how how intensive Mel's group is beyond just the people that are here. There could be more of them. They could be surrounded. They could be any number of things. I, I they, with, a, with, a, with a group that's that organized where they're yeah. literally pied pipering their way to get round <laughs> up walkers. It, but, I know <laughs> how, but, but we know how bloodthirsty Madison has, has, all of them have had to be. You know, throughout the season, she's had to be, but not, yeah, I, I get. What she's you're been all of Nick you know, has been playing, a killer. It's, Nick, it's smart. I mean, I get the 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 idea of like, we'll just get rid of you know, cut off the head, see what happens. But at the same time, that could that could amount to way worse situations. And there are they could just have this group just invade, just do what they want. We don't know where they are. We don't have. Yeah, no, I guess I would have been the jerk to just start a war starting the war and everything that doesn't bother me the, the threatening part if they started threatening my settlement mm-hmm. yep. uh, I wouldn't have had that you're done yeah, well, did that, they, that, was, they... that was the part I mean and you know, it, it was. It's like he sounded like he's running a protection racket. You know, yeah. Boy, it was a sure shame they didn't know what. You know, they didn't listen to me about that bleeder valve. Right, and, right. It's right. You know, yeah. Now all these the, weevils, those weevils are a real maybe, bitch. You know, maybe yeah. it's a bloodthirsty one, but I would have loved the scene of him saying, "And we're just gonna wait, and then blood just, it's just a shot comes. Right, just, he's, done. <laughs> he's just done. 
That's it. And then what Madison said, we don't deal with your type or something like that. Yeah, yeah we, we don't. Not, yeah. To, not to parse it out too much, but did he really threaten them? I mean, he certainly he's, he's yes. He, I, I would, yeah, he, it was, it was <laughs> very well. The way he put it was very. He, he sent it an imposter. It. He sent things it to somebody. That's, that leads towards threatening, but did he did he legit say like did he legit like threaten them with something? Uh, as a New Yorker, he said it in a way that I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> it, reminded, it reminded me of that Monty Python sketch where the you know the sleazy guys walk roll up to the military yeah. base. You know, oh, nice military base you got here. It'd be a shame yeah. if something happened to it. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> not so many way like you said the New York way. Yes, I know Aaron. If a yeah, guy walked up to you and goes, uh, that's a nice watch you wearing. You'd say, you say, stop that country bullshit. That's what you'd say yeah, right there, right? Yeah. That, that's, that's how you nice say in New York. That's a watch you got yeah. on right now. And, and, and you know from there on it's going to be a fight. The, like, don't even, we're not going to have a conversation anymore. It's, <laughs> I, I just thought the whole, I mean, I really like that actor. You know, I've seen him before. Yeah, yeah. he's an um, airbud. Yeah, well, no, he's also he's also in the Dawn of the Dead reboot, which I thought was yeah. That's that's where I've seen it before, but not so much an Airbud. But I just thought the way (laughs) I just thought it was very much like 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 he he was running a protection racket, like like exactly what he was saying. Not so many words. He's you know he's threatening, but he's not he's not threatening overtly, but he's threatening in a more subtle way. That sure is a nice necklace you wear. Boy, it'd be a shame if uh you know you (laughs) you gonna lose it. You know you haven't yeah. the fire yeah, I, in this place, you know. I, I'm not <laughs> discounting the fact that they are, you know, bad guys. I don't not think that. I'm just as far as how Madison needs to interpret this for the sake of the safety of the group that she's with. She, you have to. She has to play this very carefully. She if this be, was like, Madison season was... one, I would say that. I'd, I'd yeah. be like, yeah, uh, this, this is not... Madison season. Four. What is this? Four. I yeah, mean, but season four, Madison has a whole group of people she has to look after, not just a couple of handful of people that they're going to move on from the next week. Like you know, what would be real useful for them: a working bus and an RV. Yeah, and some cold beers and lawn chairs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that would all be very useful for their group. You know what I mean? Speaking of I, that, and, and why more dimension? Real quick, real quick. Yeah. I think Alternate Dimension Dale was driving that that <laughs> RV. He looked like he looked like Dale, but with like a long like Amish uh, beard. Right, like, oh my God, it's Bizarro Dale. It's Bizarro Dale. That's perfect. He's now, a Dale that doesn't like to give advice. It's a different Dale. Yeah, right. the opposite of Mirrorverse. Super brave, and he doesn't sound like an old lady, and he hates giving advice. Yeah. I, I get the whole passive aggressiveness and all that, but um, none of you, fa- you, you all failed to mention. I mean, the guy did say, hey, you can join us. I mean, he gave he did them say a that. choice. He did say that. I yeah. mean, he wasn't yeah. a total dick or anything. Negan I mean, gave him a choice, too. Though. Yeah, but you know what he said to that? You know what he said to Madison first? He said, either way, I am going get to that take gun. Yeah. everything that stuff. I want. He said, I'm going to take Including that gun on your hip. Right. Include that gun on the hip. Um, in this world, we got, like I said, it's worse. It's bad for us. For women, yeah. different context. That's a different context. But she stood her ground. So, she stood her ground pretty good. I she mean, did. But you know. I mean, are, are you insinuating that you're stronger than a woman, Daryl? Is that what you're saying? No. You know what I meant. You have to. You have to be careful about what. That's why Madison would not join him. Like if she joined him, the way he made it sound, right? They're both like, I'm going to own yeah. you. I'm going right. to own your group. I. I mean, us. I hear what you're saying. I, I took. I took it more as you are going to be dead because 
you know, your thing's going to fail and, you know, things are going to go sour. Not as a, I'm a man and you're a woman and that's why I'm going to win this situation. I don't, uh, I, maybe there's an undercurrent perhaps just because that's the kind of way this kind of person yeah. would probably think. Oh, maybe but I, I need that on pilot. top of that, Daryl, you have no idea how thirsty she is. Travis has been gone a while. Mama got to get her some. Oh, Oh boy! Leave it, to, leave it to Chub Toad. I think some new iTunes reviews under false identities again. So can, uh, <laughs> if, if you know, if we ever get an, um, if we ever get like replaced by like Invasion of the Body Snatcher aliens, <laughs> we need to know if Chub Toad is an alien or not. That's how we're gonna know. Yeah. <laughs> So the question I had, though, is it's more of a tactical one. It, they didn't seem uh, to have too much protection in those main gates. It was just a chain link kind of swing fence that they had. I mean, if these trucks wanted to come in, they pretty much could, right? If they wanted to right now, just drive through the gates, they, they could. Nothing that's why I them. thought the point of having the sharpshooters up there. Okay, but even so, it's not going to stop a truck. I mean, you no, can try, it's but it, it's yeah. It's not, but I, you know, that's what I thought. That was the point, is that they could have, they'll have guns up there that can... Start taking people out, right? So I, I, I think the sharpshooters are, yeah, they're there for exactly what Daryl just said, and also they haven't run into a situation where a giant group's tried to invade them via, you know, battering. They haven't had any governors or right. roll up on <laughs> wolves or anyone else trying to shake them down, right? Mm-hmm. Or bats or yeah. whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of I different want, groups, right? Yeah, I was one terminus, like, terminites. I didn't, I didn't want to do this. You made you me made do me. this. I don't want to waste the bullets. Made me do this. So anyway, uh, the next day, Strand, Alicia, and Cole stare at the newcomers outside. They're still just chilling there. They got their little beach chairs set up. They're just hanging out. They're they're, they're tailgating at the at the baseball game. Uh Listening to one of my favorite songs, uh, old old school country songs too. uh, Merle Haggard's "Mama Try." Merle, I got that. I'll put that on the on the. uh, Actually, I clipped it for the for the episode here. Uh, Good song. It is a good one. They hear Madison hammering in the dugout and join her. So again. I guess they're showing solidarity with Madison. She's still trying right. to build this room or whatever she's trying to do. I mean, doesn't seem like the thing they should be doing right now, but okay, that's what that's what they're doing, right? So, Luciana walks outside and lays the Little Prince book, uh, and Charlie watches from the window of the bus. So she lays it down just on the street, uh, on in the parking lot right near the bus, and then walks back. But nobody approaches her or anything, and everyone's like pretty That's relaxed. That's what I was about to say. That was kind of weird that nobody is like they're all inside the the. They're not phased by these people. They don't care about these baseball no. people. Like they just know no. they're going to die. It's like they don't even care what they're doing. One woman's coming out armed or not armed. They just right. don't seem to care about anything. Right? It's like. Yeah, they just let it go. Like you're not you're you're nobody to worry about. They're circling. Like, ah, the vultures are yeah. circling right now. They're not, they're not coming down for a swoop yet. Not, we uh, think you're such punk asses that we'll just turn our backs to you. We'll go to sleep. I'll take a nap in front of your house because I think that's how much of a punk you are. That's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. See, that's to me. I'm like, I'm ready to punch you in your face. Like, what you? Like, how you gonna turn away from me? Like, I'm nothing to worry about. Like, hold on. <laughs> but 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 Madison's building a treehouse or whatever in the dugout. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's gonna do it. That's gonna do it, that's that's gonna gonna do it right? Yeah. yeah. So then we see finally the words "now" appear on the screen. The word I should say "now" and titles on the screen. On the road, Nick, Alicia, Strand, and Luciana hold Morgan, John, and Althea at gunpoint. So we pick up right where we left off last week. Now, can I just say real quick? Yes. That I, this is the part I didn't like because they set up this interesting thing with the vultures, and mm-hmm. evidently. From what we find out in this like little you know now section or whatever, everything the vulture dude said was true. 
Like yeah. They lost everything. Yeah. You know, and it's like, now we don't even need to see it play out because we know how it, how it did. You well, know you're I mean? assuming the stadium we, fell. Yeah, do we know? We don't know. I don't think well, we, they, we don't. They could no, be, be at war with the vultures. They could be trying to capture more vultures and just this is one of their, their checkpoints or whatever. I mean, you don't know. But something went down. I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, the way she says, you know, you're with them. And you're with them, like, right. There's some hostility the with the flag. Exactly. But you don't know. We don't know that they lost. We don't know that the stadium fell. We don't know where Madison is. There's a lot of things we don't know right now. Yeah, well, Madison's could be back leading the front. So, I mean, you know, they don't send. You don't need to send everybody out. You right. Send out a cool. couple just, scouts. I, yeah, I, I, there are a lot of unanswered questions, but it just seemed like they seem very desperate, though. Yeah, like, they did exactly. Like That's what I get. And a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think that. I mean, I because I I took it as it's fairly recent when they first discovered this this whole vulture thing to begin with, and that yeah, they're kind of. They don't know what to expect, so they see a giant truck full of guns and whatnot. They're like, "All right, let's uh, take on these people." And right, they thought they were with them and they, address they really, it. And then, and they then did they thought they were with the vultures, and, though. Yeah, because they, they, well, they just brought saw the flag. flag. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be sending on my my you know uh, a one advanced career. I'd be sending Captain PTSD. <laughs> you would think, but, right? yeah. Uh, they they look like they yeah it did look like they were in search like they were like either they had lost somebody they had big backpacks too if you noticed the, yeah. The, yeah that was uh, that's one thing I did note their backpacks they're, were were full like they were living out of their backpacks like they didn't right. that's the, yeah Nick being, out, Nick being out there actually just put a wrinkle in my whole thought on this because I didn't think about that before as far as Nick yeah. being beyond the gates so now I'm not sure <laughs> yeah puts more in doubt. So, again, Luciana finds the flag inside the SWAT vehicle, accuses them of belonging with Mel's group. Uh, Al insists that she doesn't know the significance of the flag. They found it at this, you know, burned-out outpost they just were at at this trailer park. Um, Alicia orders them to show them exactly where they found the flag, and then they all get into the SWAT vehicle and drive off back to where they found the the, the flag. I almost did get a vibe like they are going to shoot her in the head. Who, Luciana? Yeah. He's going to shoot Althea? No, Althea was going to shoot uh, the new uh, the journalist in the head. Almost, Althea is the journalist. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I messed up the name. Yeah, I thought I really thought that for a second they were going to do like that would be the reaction. That'd be pretty shocking, actually. Because you crazy see, if they did that, yeah. Because you see in the beginning how they didn't do that, right? In dealing with this group, they weren't aggressive. You know, they kind of had a defensive posture. So Alicia just and shoots then, her in the head? That would be freaking crazy, though, right? She's and then imagine, <laughs> because that would really reinforce that something really horrible must have happened for them to now be like, if I even think you're part of this group. I'm shooting you first. Asking questions later. I'm shooting first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, that's pretty I'll, crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. If like if Chubbs is for some reason onto something, making it more nostrilic, Ch- Chubstradamus, whatever the f- yeah, I'll be, Chubstradamus, you're right. Yes, uh, I'll not only be suspicious of things that he knew beforehand, as, and as acting as if he just discovered this on his own, but also be wonder, be thinking, oh, this is actually a pretty. I I like what the season's trying to do. That if it has two con- two uh, parallel timelines taking, you know, or different different timelines taking place at the I same time on the cool show. I think it's cool if it's that way. Yeah, it'll be it'll be inter- that'll be an interesting route to take it. We'll see what happens. It can be. It can be if they do it right. I mean, to go from where they the safety of that stadium to marauders yeah mm-hmm. right as but. a as a lost fan i can support multiple timelines <laughs> so before we get to our toby ratings quick word from our sponsor what's to do it this week i thought jim would talk it out oh i always okay sure i can oh, do it to rotate <laughs> around, but jim you do it so good sure go right ahead 
Oh, yeah, butter me up now. DCBService.com <laughs> is our sponsor, as are every week, ladies and gentlemen. If you are shopping, I know everybody's got Avengers Infinity War fever right now. You want oh, some Excuse cool- me, what, what is that? I don't know what that is. It's one of the small yeah. independent film that's coming out soon. Oh, it's indie? Oh, oh it's an indie stuff. I don't watch indie um, films. Like Fox Searchlight yeah, stuff? I don't, I don't watch yeah, that. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's from the directors of Welcome to Collinwood. It's a, it's a good one. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll okay. Not for bowling Avatar. for... Okay, I'll Columbine. I'll okay. wait for Avatar. I want that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Give me back the blue people. I want the blue people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it has such a deep, deep fandom with all the comics and cartoons from Avatar and all the cosmos. That's, that's anyway, right. Give me that Avatar t-shirt. It's a different discussion. Anyway, DCB Service is um, is your number one stop for anything cool and geeky you're looking for, uh, whether it be comic books, trade paperbacks, graphic novels, action figures, statues, clothing, collectibles, you name it, DCB Service has it, and at a great price, and with great people that you want to give your money to, and not, you know, great nameless corporations. Uh, these people are, are they, they do a great job, they're great, great customer service, if something goes, for heaven forbid, if something goes wrong with your package, uh, they will make it right. Uh, right now, they have a ton of Avengers Infinity War stuff all marked off. I'm looking right now at a really cool Thanos PVC statue marked off 25% from 45 to 33.75. If you're really hyped about it, Avengers and you want to get the comics or you want to uh, get the hat or the jacket or the collectible card game or the action figures, they're all available at DCB Service at a fraction of what you'd pay at a big box store like Amazon or you know, an online retailer or what have you. Um, if you're into The Walking Dead and you want to catch up in the off-season with the comic books of The Walking Dead, they have single issues. They have digital issues. You can get through Comixology at a discount. They have hard covers. They have trade paperbacks. They have compendiums. All at 30 40 50 sometimes 60% off. And again, you know they're great people to work for. Uh, to work with, uh, they have a wide selection. You can go to dcbservice.com and check it out for yourself. Just taking going through the specials uh, section alone will take you an hour. Uh, there's so many things marked off. Um, well, something I'm really interested to get, as I'm a big Planet of the Apes fan, uh, they have adapted the original uh, screenplay that Rod Serling wrote for Planet of the Apes uh, to a graphic novel in a hardcover. Oh, wow. And uh, it's fifty uh, percent off. Uh, the standard retail price is twenty. You can get it for ten at DCB Service. So I'm, that's something I will, I'm going to be ordering because I'm a big Apes fan. But you know, if you uh, if you uh, have any geeky interest, I imagine you would because you're listening to this podcast right now. Uh, at least you're into zombies and The Walking Dead. They have all kinds of stuff there. You can get the action figures, like I said, clothing, collectibles, uh, graphic novels, anything there at a great price. Um, great service. Great people to order from. And uh, told them that we sent you, and they've been our. We're proud to have them our, as our sponsor since the very inception of this podcast. Excellent. Yeah. yeah what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait till your shipment comes to your house. I'm just going to wait for it, then I'm going to take it. You'll be a vulture. You'll be a UPS vulture. Because you're, you're not going to be able to handle all that stuff. You bought too much. You're going to. You're going to fail. You bought too much stuff. You're going to fail. You use the Excel spreadsheet. You bought way too yeah. much, right? You should have. Yeah. Yeah. At these prices, you'll be able to afford to get. Your rid wife of will be mad. She'll be like, "I have no room in my house." I mean, what are you doing? So you're, what are you doing? And you're going to hang outside wait. Russ's I'll place, wait. Wait, for, wait for those steel books to arrive at the front yeah. door, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. With my camper, I'll just be like, "Just bring it on over here. I'll take it. I'll take it over your hand." I got this. Wanted to mention to Russ that he's and Aaron's is their big. Uh, James Bond fans, I'm looking right now, is a 1-6 scale odd job. 
limited collectible oh, from figure. Goldfinger. 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 Yeah. Very nice. I'll buy, I'll buy that if you promise me that Craig will never do a Shirley Bassey impression ever again. <laughs> I, I, I can't make that promise. He can't. It's minus touch. All right. Now I want to do out. a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, definitely check out DCB Service and their uh, their their sister site in Stock Trades, and you will be able to find anything of a, of a geeky bent uh, there at a great price. Jim, thank you so much. You are awesome. So on to our Toby ratings for the second episode, fourth season of Fear: The Walking Dead. Aaron, what you got? Um, last week was a five. I'd say this is a solid four. I enjoyed the episode. Did what it needed to do to introduce and reintroduce characters. Uh, it's well made. I like the um, oil walkers. Um, as much as I, you know, I don't look forward to whatever horrible ramifications the vultures have. I do like the presence of some kind of threats in some way, and I like how intriguing they are as far as how they've introduced themselves. I, you know, given that I already had a night where I watched Silicon Valley, it's nice to have a new Pied Piper coming in here. So, you know, yeah, I like <laughs> all these things. So, uh, four, 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 um, four Tobies. All right, cool. Russ? I will also give it four Tobies. I, I'm really digging it. Uh, I, you know, again, I, I obviously I still have season three to catch up with, but uh, but I think it was well made. I th- I'm curious. I'm I'm interested in the new characters. I mean, obviously, I've, I've followed the family since since season one and season two. Um, but you know, bringing in um, Maggie Grace, bringing in Jenna Elfman, bringing in Lenny James and Dilla Hunt, uh, I'm 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 digging it, and I I kind of like the the back and forth. There's a lot of this back and forth storytelling going on. You know, I mean, obviously we saw it in Lost uh, several years ago, but I've been watching Westworld too, and and it does a lot of that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. so, spoiler, yeah. I guess. Sorry, um, but uh, but yeah, so I'm digging it. Okay, cool, Chubb. Some of us haven't watched last night's Westworld premiere yet, there, Russ. But uh, oh, that has not. I mean, yeah, that that, that wasn't a spoiler for season two. That was, no that one was gets a, naked. That was a season hey, one spoiler. Hey, I guess. Hey, Chubb, the Cowboys are robots. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, no, I I really enjoyed this week's episode. I like I said, you know, when I was talking about it, it kind of had this tone and feel of the way those games worked. You know, just the way things were done, um, and that's not a bad thing. I think it's good. Um, you know, like uh, Aaron said, the, this new threat, but it's not like the same so far in one episode. Not the same rehash of a lot of things we've seen in the past eight years or read in the books, even. Um, I like the new characters. I really like Jenna Elfman. Um, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to see where this goes. I, I'm liking the time jump, the two timeline thing, and you know, maybe even more. Uh, uh, I too was a fan of Lost and loved that stuff. So, um, I'm actually going to give it four and a half Tobies. I really, really like this episode. Nice, nice. Daryl. Well, I don't know why people keep saying that last week was a Fear of the Walking Dead when it was a Walking <laughs> Dead episode. I don't know why people you keep saying You can hide, wrong. but you can't run, Daryl. You can't fool okay? me. Special two-hour event. I'm saying. But I will say, this is this is, it's, this is is a strong start. I, I, I give it three out of 
Three out of five Tobys. So for the season wish. premiere of Fear the Walking Dead, this episode's the season premiere. Three out of five Tobys. Is that what we're doing? That's a good. Okay. That's a positive passing. Okay. That's a strong as it would it you know prior to this you know <laughs> what I went through a lot of emotional hurt and pain went through watching the show. Um, but yeah, I, d- I dug how they started this out. Like they they have this family like working like a like a like a well oiled machine and I. I kind of dig how you know they did a different kind of take on the uh, the gangsters of the of the new world, um, you know, with these vulture like people and even the time jumps. I kind of like how they did it. They were smooth. Um, they weren't drastic. I mean, it, it could it, it pretty much uh, has me really wanting to watch next, you know, watch the future episodes to see how they go from you know, one situation to the next, you know, how their, how their whole status quo changes. Um, you know, I'd really be interested to see that. And I like me some Madison. That's a little bit more Rick. Like I like me yeah. some tough Madison. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, they always said she was going to get tougher, but, um, it's good to actually see her get this way. Like she's, uh, she's like motivated, uh, by, a, by a, power, a higher power or somehow just give her, just give her her own gun. She needs her own weapon, a special weapon. Just for her, well, um, like her own special like uh, killing weapon, right? Her own, yeah, everybody yeah, gets yeah. one. Everybody gets one. I think she needs to get get her own if she survives it. Because you got me thinking maybe she don't make it because <laughs> <laughs> she's not in the group. Nope. Like, yeah, you got me thinking that you can't. You could be absolutely right on that. So uh, I'm just saying they hired a lot of lot of heavy weight, a lot of heavy acting they weight. Did. You know what I mean? They really so did. I, was just... I mean. Yeah, they really loaded the show up, man, with some good, uh, with some new people. So uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes. All right, Jim, I give it a solid four Tobies. It was a solid episode. Um, I, 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 again, I like the introduction of the vultures. I like the little nod to, like I said, to Fallout Four with the use of the baseball diamond as their new, uh, their new settlement or whatever. And uh, I'm really interested to see this going. Where this is going this is probably the strongest season start they've had so far in my my opinion so yeah very good i'll also say four as well uh you know had, had some problems like i said that, that that madison stunt jump took me out of it a little bit and <laughs> you know and nick crashing his pickup truck into the stupid pole but other than that i mean i'll i'll overlook these these little technical difficulties we had and i'll, I'll give it a four i am optimistic about the season you guys have helped me with the vultures a bit because uh, going into this episode, I felt we've been down this road before. These are the saviors. These are the this is the Woodbury again. But you know, no, actually, they do have a little different twist with these guys. So I I kind of like them a bit more now. See the therapy. <laughs> we got through this together, Daryl. We got we, we yeah. We got through it together. You guys we pulled did. me through this. All right. So I actually it, it improved my view of things. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a solid 4.0. Toby's. But who cares what we have to say? We have an amazing Facebook group. You guys have some great opinions as well, and you get to have them read by the one and only Jim Dietz. Now, again, for, we do Toby ratings for Fear the Walking Dead, and we do Buster ratings, of course, for The Walking Dead. So, Jim, would you do the honors? What did our listeners have to say about this week's episode? Well, we actually had more comments than I thought we would, which is pretty cool for Fear. Usually we get a, it, it gets really marked down, but we had, yeah. we had definitely had some people to, uh, chime in. Um, let's start off with Dre Irvin. Uh, three, I really need more information on how any of this episode came to be out of five. How? Why? <laughs> like, what the hell, man? I need more background, and hopefully we get it. On its own, it was a great episode. The characters are definitely more interesting on this Fear than in the past. 
if I'd never seen one damn episode of this old show, it would be fine, but all I, but I've seen them all, and I need answers. And I knew that stupid kid was a mole in their camp the whole time. <laughs> smarter than I was, Duran. Uh, Tammy Heisley wrote in, I agree they need to fill in some holes, but I think they'll be doing that little by little throughout the season. I thought this was another solid episode for Toby's. Uh, Michael Santana weighed in. Four recycled zombie movie actors out of five. Kevin Zeggers was one of the mall cops in Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead 2005 remake, uh, as Aaron noted earlier. Uh, I'm worrying, that th- though, that these vulture guys are just diet saviors. 50% less Negany than the regular savers. Uh, L- LOL. Anyway, really interested to see where it all goes. Uh, Mike Glicksman, 2.5 Weevil Eaten Turnips. As soon as those trucks pulled into the lot, I thought, oh, goody. Here comes the Governegan with his peg leg and tennis racket covered in broken glass. Close. <laughs> Based on how much better last week's episode was, I'm still convinced the show would be better off if they would just kill off the idiot Clark family. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, Charlie Messing, for Toby rating. It was a very solid episode when it comes to fear standards. Uh, Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington, who also sent in a photo this week. Um, for this surely can't be the same spinoff series as the previous three seasons out of five. Fear has improved massively in these first two episodes, and I'm really enjoying it. Hopefully more of the same to come. P.S. Recently completed the London Marathon again and the hottest one on record. I owe this medal to you guys for helping me get through all those long training runs. Wow, that's well, awesome, congrats, man. man. Yeah, wow, seriously. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. You can, you can go to a pawn shop and get rid of the medal, and get the money, and you can send it over to us. It'd be a, we did it! <laughs> we did it, guys! I know. I, I almost didn't make it. Like I, Mission I accomplished. Really had to dig deep. I had to dig deep to get that to get the win. Can so I count I, this as exercise? Y- yes. <laughs> yes. You know, there's an app. There's an app for this that I found where you can do exercises like at your desk or whatnot. That's yeah. good. But, it's uh, called the Take Credit for Not Doing Nothing app. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just tape your Fitbit to your fork. That's, that's what you do, right? Up and down. You look yeah. at other people do the work, and then you just take credit. You just stand there and you just go, "We did it together." We did get. Well, listen, we, we definitely gave Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington a lot of material. That last episode we did was like almost a three-hour podcast. Um, the one we did for the season opener, so we gave him plenty mm-hmm. of material to train on. Uh, that one there, so uh, but thanks for listening, Richard. We we appreciate that. Great job oh, yeah. on the marathon, man. That's yeah, awesome. good for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, also, Charlie Messon wanted to know. Congratulations to Richard, whose voice pushed you the most. <laughs> he, he didn't respond. He's being nice. Whose voice yeah. pushed the most? I want favorites. I want you. To <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, let me yeah, let me let me start the poll. Favorite Walking Dead TV podcast. <laughs> Walking Dead podcast. No, no he listened to us together. together. No, no, best voice. I want it now. I want to win. Uh, well, Jim's got this one locked up. Unless Aaron pulls the Lando voice, then. You know, Chubb's trying to kiss your butt so he can take you and stab you from behind. He's trying he's, to trick you. He's yeah. waiting outside my house to get my Star Wars. Toys. That's right. That's what he's doing. So Daryl's Rick voice, Aaron's Lando voice. Jim just ta- saying anything is fine, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Richard talking about cake, right? <laughs> Craig and I don't stand a chance. We don't stand a chance. Well, you get excited talking about like you know like like 4K TVs and stuff. That that gets you. It, your voice goes up a few yeah. octaves on that one. You yeah. get excited about that one. You know, your voice yeah. of reason. Reason. The voice of reason. I go fear the Walking Dead. That's it. I win. If we ever need somebody to talk about a nice comic geeky coffee table book, you're the first one we go to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be wow. Now. 
He likes big books and he cannot lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason yeah. Greening wrote in, four spy kids out of five. I'm intrigued at <laughs> where the show is going. Where's present-day Madison? How did the Vultures parking lot sit in end? I am more excited to see how this season plays out than I was for season eight of The Parent Show. On a side note, I found the ballpark the show took place at, Dell Diamond, on Google Maps, and you can clearly see the set from the satellite photo. And oh, wow. Photo's right there That's on the Facebook cool. group. You can check it out. Uh, Johnny Stower, five, sitting in my car listening to Jim say my name again like Mel out of five. <laughs> Can't wait to see what happened to Nick after the, the dam last year to make him a mess around walkers now. I love it. I bet Daniel saved Nick, but died before the diamond camp. Oh. Oh, that's, oh yeah. I forgot about Mr. Salazar. And finally, Kevin Barry wrote in, Four, you bring in Nick the situational lefty to get a much needed out of the set, out in the seventh inning, and he drives a bullpen cart into a pole. Out of five. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You get the longest uh, Toby qualifier this week, Kevin. Uh, I enjoyed the episode and find the multiple backstories interesting and hope the writers find an efficient way to tell them. And if you would like to join our Facebook group and let us know what you think of this new season of The Fear of the Walking Dead, please, by all means, go to the Facebook. Uh, you may have heard of it. Dial it up on your internet appliance uh, and look for The Walking Dead TV podcast, and uh, we will be there. And you can sign up and you can weigh in. We also have uh, you know news and blogs and uh, all kinds of other fun stuff. So check that out. Jim, thank you. You are the man. Thank you for reading the Toby Reeves. And you're right, there were a few more. The ratings were actually pretty good for the season opener. It was definitely beyond what we had season three of Fear. So hopefully it'll we'll continue. And, it was, yeah, uh, I, I put up an article up there yeah, that it was higher than season three. And right. meanwhile, Walking Dead's gone lower than ever. <laughs> so well, yeah. Right. It's, um, not that I put a whole lot of stock in Rotten Tomatoes anymore, but apparently the Fear has overtaken the parent show on the tomato meter. Well, we, you know, the, the finale for Walking Dead was not well-liked versus the, the, the premiere for Fear was well-liked. I mean, it's, it's not much to, it's not about trusting Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it's unless you're like Daryl and they're and all they one and like the same. Yeah. I, I just thought we all liked that two-hour. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So, any final thoughts on this episode? Or what do you think? Next week, the episode is called... Uh, Good out here, and it's directed by Dan Liu, which I think directed some of the original, the original, the the parent show uh, episodes as well. So check that out, and we'll see what happens. Anything final thoughts though? Uh, keep doing uh, this, and I'll enjoy the season. Okay. Yeah, so far so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I look forward to watching this show now. So you know, that's good. That's good. Sometimes, and sometimes I'd watch it like because it's fear. I don't write about it. I'd be like, I'll just watch this Monday and like chat about it with Craig and you know, it's all about. <laughs> it's, it's it's I, I thought fun. it sucked. Yeah. Uh, now yeah. it's like, oh, I'll watch this after I watch all those other things. I still like more than this, but I'm still excited <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> there were there were some dark days in this podcast. I'm just gonna say, oh, we've had some yeah. dark days where it's just. Hey. Me- you know, there were episodes where it was just you and me, or just you and Daryl. Yeah, <laughs> we, we got I through saw, it. I sat out. I sat out the whole season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you were out for a while. We missed. Your I voice. had to talk to Jim's lawyers. He wouldn't even answer you. Jim's lawyers would talk for <laughs> Yeah, we know. I'm not lawyers. watching that goddamn show. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not watching it. Well, we negotiated a new writer in my contract. And, <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> All right, so where can our listeners hear us and see our writings, our scribblings, or talk to us when we're not talking about zombies? Uh, Aaron, how about you? 
Uh, you can find me talking about movies over on Out Now with Aaron and Abe, where my co-host Abe and I talk about the new movie releases um, and other fun stuff. We recently had a, a new commentary track for the 1998 film Lost in Space, which is a lot of fun to record. Um, we <laughs> also, we also, it's a movie. Uh, we also, um, <laughs> it was we, definitely uh, a movie. We, yeah, that's right. We we also uh, we launched our uh, seventh annual summer gamble, where Abe and I, along with um, sixteen other or four, four, 15 other guests this year, are all participating in this challenge to see what film is going to be the the best uh, as far as box office goes in the summer. And of course, Avengers: Infinity War is coming out, so that's going to be a big episode as well. So yeah, you can find all of that over now now with Aaron and Abe. Um, that's on iTunes. Uh, you can find me writing about the Americans in Atlanta. Atlanta, by the way, is destroying it right now. It's so good. Oh, yeah. um, I'm covering those shows on WeLiveEntertainment.com, and you can find me on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Okay, thank you. Russell? Uh, you can just tune into this very network. Uh, we, I, I was traveling out of town last week, so we weren't able to do an Americans episode, so uh, kind of like last episode, this week we will double up. Um, yeah. We'll, we will be back. So if you're if you're digging this the Americans coverage, uh, thanks for listening. It's been it's been fun to do, and it'll be fun to to kind of see this through. So, um, but yeah, just hang, hang out here. Eventually, we'll get another. It's all connected up. So. Well, there's some kind of low budget movie I heard involving your character. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. We that's, got some catching up to do. Yeah. Saying, we'll talk about know. that little that little uh, indie film. <laughs> indie film. <laughs> Chubb Stradamus. <laughs> it was a crowdfunded campaign for that movie, right? Is that how it <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they could only afford to hire the guys from Community to direct it. I mean, exactly. You got greenlit exactly. at the last minute, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chubb, Stradamus. Speaking of uh, crowdfunded movies doing well at the box office this weekend, how about the Super Troopers 2? I still got to see it, but anyway. Um... <laughs> So you can find me here on the Walking Dead TV podcast. You can find me on uh, the DC TV podcast that I'm on with uh, Jim and Daryl and our buddy Jerry. And uh, we just put out an episode for last week and uh, we're recording tomorrow for last week's shows. Uh, and you can find me on the social medias at ChubTub01. Excellent. Mr. Taylor. Well, you can you can... Find me on the internet, uh, on the Twitters at the Voice One Two Three, and you can you can hear me on a bunch of podcasts uh, such as Nothing's On with Jim and and Donnie and and uh, Gotham by Geeks with Russ and and uh, Campbell and uh, and also Culture Trapping uh, with uh, me and a bunch of other great hosts. There's too many people to list, but uh, you can catch me on those shows. And also, you can catch the uh, go to the Taylor Network on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher Radio, and uh, check out all the uh, great podcasts that are on the network. Because there are a lot of them. Yes, you are certainly prolific, sir, Mister Dietz. Uh, all the things that they mentioned that I'm involved with, plus oldmagicgaming.com. I have a blog there, and we have a weekly podcast called The Great Old Ones. I wanted to mention really quick uh, this coming weekend. Uh, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, April 27th and 28th, it's time for the April Ghouls Drive-In Monsterama at the Riverside Drive-In. Uh, basically, it's an all-night, all-weekend uh, horror movie marathon. What? And, yeah, Friday night is going to be a Toby Hooper night. It's Poltergeist, Life Force, The Fun House, and Invaders from Mars. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> awesome. Oh, and, yeah, I'm, I'm driving to I Pittsburgh. Will, 
You got Funhouse in there? That's great. Oh, yeah. my God. And I will be there Friday night for that. And then Saturday night, hopefully, if I can let my talk my wife into it, I will be there also for Alligator, uh, the Boogans, Critters, and the Deadly Spawn. Uh, it's a really great event every year. They do it once in the spring and once in the fall. It's all night. You can camp there all weekend if you wanted to come into town. It's really it's really fun, really worth it. And it, a lot of the, and uh, some of the proceeds go to charity every year. They go to Make-A-Wish. So, as I said, uh, Riverside Drive-In Theater April 27th to 28th, uh, the April Ghouls Drive-In Monsterama. And I will be there Friday night. If you see me, you know, wave hi and say, you know, I love the podcast or whatever. Awesome. I'd like to make a wish that I could be there. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I, go, I try to go every year, at least uh, to the one in spring or the one in fall. It's always a great time. Just a bunch of horror fans get together and watch movies all night and having a great time. Just one as, warning. If Jim's campers are rocking, don't come and knocking. That's all I'm going to say. All right? <laughs> as, a, as a Hooper enthusiast, as well as a big fan, of just horror in general those are some great lineups of movies they always they always have one night that's uh just a couple years ago they had a john carpenter night um Uh i think the last year it was a um i'm trying to remember uh it was Wes craven and now this year it's going to be toby hooper so nice but uh they always have one night of of like a director of a well-known horror director and the other night's kind of like more cheesy movies uh, as I mentioned, you know, critters and alligators. The Boogans. So, yeah, it's the Boogans, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, is this but, the last drive-in in the Pittsburgh area that's left? There are actually, two, there okay. actually two, two around here. Um, but this one is the nicer of the two. And they are open all summer, too, if you just want to check out a cold drive-in. But, yeah, they have these monster movie uh, marathons uh, once in the spring and once in the fall. Uh, proceeds go, Some of the proceeds go to charity. Uh, they, they almost always sell out, and they're, almost, they're always a good time. So... And they don't have those little speakers you got to hook on your window anymore, right? No, you got, no. You got an FM radio thing now? Or digital, what digital. Yeah, it's all it's radio. All okay. it's all digital. You just tune in the radio in your car or tune in, you know, your, you can even listen on your phone. Oh, so. that's awesome. Okay, that's good. I, I, I heard video killed the radio star. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a great time. So please come on down if you're in the Pittsburgh area. I just Excellent. Plug that real quick. Excellent, Jim. Awesome. All right. Well, if you want to hear my other show, I am the host of the Auto Chat Show, autochatshow.com, facebook.com slash autochatshow. Please give us a like on the page. Me and my co-host, Teddy K, review new cars, discuss cars and pop culture. We will be reviewing the all-new 2018 Honda Accord 2.0T Touring tomorrow night. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And we've got several Guys. actually new sports cars coming up. We've got the Kia Stinger as well as the Lexus um, RCF. So actually, those are going to be coming directly after this. So stay tuned for that. I'll, I'll say this right now. Yes. I drive a car, and I got my oil changed today. Yes. And while I was waiting, I did not listen to the auto chat show. But I would have <laughs> if it was available to me at the time, because it's it's a show where they talk about cars and other stuff, and it is fun. You should get into that show. That's right. Thank you for the plug. Can I, can I use that on the show? Can I clip that and just put that on my show? Yeah, right? clip okay. it out. Do it. Do- <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I'm gonna, I, yeah, I would ice that. Yeah. I'm going to quote it. Aaron Newerth approved. So anyway, thank you, though. I appreciate that. We do have a lot of fun doing the show, and uh, we keep it interesting. Even if you're not a car nut, uh, it is it is good listening. We uh, we try to keep it fun. All right, so uh, who wants to end the show tonight? When there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, The Little Prince is a good film on Netflix. It is. <laughs> it is. a cold finger. his web of sin But don't go in Golden words he will pour in your ear 